I call the shots, I never call it quits. Trust my intuition, bet it's right and bitch, it often is. Seen too many others come and go, they had the wrong intent. Do it out of love and never for it, then I watch it get. Bigger than expected, no second guess it, I let it set it. It's God's plan, we out here only accepting blessings. I'm stuck with it, this mindset is terminal. In and out different terminals, leveling up is personal. Now I already made it, y'all can miss me. Smack my girl's ass, tell her pinch me It's hard to believe I made something from nothing No hindsight discussions, I've been writing, I love it Welcome to the 3 Gig Sports Podcast Where we are never wrong, just sometimes misinformed 50% capacity in this bitch tonight Cause uh, the boys just, what, part-timers? Is that what we're doing? Since you guys used to talk shit to me about that Yeah, I think that's, back where, in the I think that's where we're at Original days there I think we're also at the same capacity as our U.S. president right now. Oh, what do you mean? I think ice cream is on his brain a lot. So at least 50 percent chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah, I get it. I think you're giving him a little too much credit. I'll be honest with you. Maybe a little bit, but, you know, there's hope out there. I look at the glass half full. So I've seen way too many videos of him getting lost and people have to, like, redirect him on where to go and shit, bro. I can't I can't fucking handle it. So bad. I mean, you you have seen like. The post script, right? Like that yes. got leaked and stuff like that because you're only supposed to uh, ask certain questions like they. And then the secretary of uh, whatever the hell she is <laughs> saying, oh, we do that for everybody. And we just get a general feel. We don't give him exactly what he's supposed to say. and The exact questions. So he has answers written. Here's something interesting. I don't know if you know this, but is it um, Robert Kennedy? Is that who's yeah. going to run to? Yeah. He's gaining some traction because this dude sounds honest as fuck about things, right? Yep. In the Democratic Party and uh, they... In the Republican Party. In the Democratic Party. Is he? Yeah. So oh, <clears throat> the interesting thing is, uh, I can't remember who they were interviewing. It was like a CNN interview or something. And they were like, hey, so he's gaining a lot of traction. Like, what is the DNC going to do you know if he runs and he gets you know 18 19 percent support whatever and the lady basically shut it down and laughed and said that they're not there's not going to be a debate there's not going to be any type which is traditional right you have all the call it contestants up there all the options up they talk they give their answers and everybody gets a feel for them yep they're like we're not going to do anything like that it's going to be joe biden that's running again for presidency like this i don't know i'm not a democrat i'm not a republican I lean a little more red right now, just the way things are. But listening to this guy talk and his honest, like you could tell the real answers about things. Yeah. They need to push this guy. If, I, they, if they have any shot. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I was mixing up guys. Yeah. I, didn't, I was mixing up dudes here. I was thinking the other guy from, uh, was he like Mississippi or some shit? He's down there. Right. Ra- uh, Rand Paul or whatever. Not Rand Paul. Not Rand Paul. Rand Paul is pretty good when he's questioning somebody too, but. There's another dude down there, too. Just very simple, just really clear-cut, bigger guy. Uh, yeah, but, you know, with that happening, if he's gaining traction, Danny, here's what's going to happen. Oops. <laughs> Ooh. Oops. An accident happened. It's either that or they give him a position. Like what they did with Buttigieg and all the other people that were competing against him, and they all fell off. They're like, "Yeah, never mind. We're gonna let Joe run." They all have positions now, you know. Uh, Secretary of fucking transportation is Buttigieg. The chick from Minnesota is something. Like they gave him all positions just to not run against him. Like, right? We need this to wild. be yeah. slam dunk here. But all right, that's enough of that bullshit. Yeah. Let's talk sports, Jimmer. Uh, our LeBron James led Lakers last night. They got the brooms taken to them. Um, give me your thoughts, man. Um, <clears throat> the energy was there massively in the first half. LeBron was on a different level, almost like that uh, that Celtic series back when he was with uh, um, the Heat. Remember yeah. that? Like we saw a LeBron we'd never seen before, like he couldn't miss. That's what you saw. And then I think what I believe, and there was another dude, another running mate in that too, and that was Dennis Schroeder who was – shooting lights out in the first half, too. Second half came, and we are now to the realization, Danny, that our guy, been lifelong fan since he came into the league before he scored a point, that our man is at 38 years old. 
Yeah. And it caught up, and you could tell it caught up. Now, not saying the drive isn't there. It wasn't there on defense. <laughs> Been saying that for years now. Don't know how much you really, how much you feel like you really, really want it if you're not playing defense every, especially in a pl- tight playoff series. You know, maybe not regular season, fine, but. I'm glad that a lot of teams aren't just beating up on, or a lot of people, not teams, a lot of uh, people aren't beating up on him because of, oh, it's LeBron James's fault, blah, blah, blah. You're actually not hearing a whole bunch of that right now, you know, and that's pretty rare. He, there was three, and I don't know if we should even say too much about it, actually, but they only had three people off the bench touch the court. Technically, Denver only had two people <clears throat> touch the court. I don't know yeah. if you know this. Reggie Jackson is on that team. Reggie Jackson did not touch a court. I did not realize that. Holy yeah. shit. I, I had to look at it again myself. I'm like, uh, what the hell? <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, two people on their team touch court, three on ours. And one of them is Tristan Thompson, which I love the energy he brought, but the stats weren't quite, weren't really quite there. Yeah. Energy to – they overplayed. They did, and I'm actually disappointed in the coach. I'm going to go ahead and make it very clear. I'm very disappointed in the coaching. They tried nothing when everyone was gassed. 100%, man. They should have tried something, especially LeBron played over 47 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. And really, he should have just taken a breather. And that way, towards the end of the game, it was going to be close. That way, you can be the guy everybody knows you are, even the haters. Um, But, you know, you mentioned something earlier about what he said after the game when we were talking. Yeah, so I wanted to get your thoughts, what your initial feelings are of it. And that is, he iterated that he's contemplating whether he's going to play basketball again. And that means retirement. Now, when he was asked, he's like, I need to assess my situation after the season about uh, whether to continue going. And the reporter's like, was taken aback. He's like, what do you mean by assess your situation? Like, uh... Uh, what do you mean, like, look at where you are going to continue going? What's that mean? He's like, whether I want to continue playing basketball or not. I want to know what your initial feeling was on that. <clears throat> My initial feeling is that he is either an all-or-nothing player. So he's going to have to be the guy who's playing 45 minutes a game and one of the main focal points, or he's not playing. He's not going to turn into even a high-profile role player. He yeah. won't do that. It'll no. be all-or-nothing. But since we talked about this a little bit ago, let's assume, let's go down this. I also don't think he's going to. I think maybe he's using this as like a tactic to bring in Kyrie or something, right? <laughs> uh, which could definitely happen. But since we talked about this a little bit ago and I had some time to think, let's act like he does. Hang it up. Today, this is his last game. Yep. He's had a hell of a career. Yes. Think about the teams that he has either torn apart and they no longer exist because of him or that he broke through, right? The first one when he was young, the Pistons dynasty. Yeah. Done. What did he score the last 25 points of that game by himself? Yeah, wasn't it like uh, 29 to 31 also? Yeah, Yeah, right? So Pistons, done. Celtics, they were going to make another run, dude. Yeah. The first big three. Yep. Right? Every stab. The Golden State Warriors. Yep. Like, this man has gone through a gauntlet and people don't respect it. And he's the reason the league has changed so much. That's the reason Golden State ended up with Kevin Durant, Mm -hmm. right? That's the reason Boston put together the the team that they had, really. Um, I mean, that's he's just, fuck, man. You think about some of that stuff, it's awesome. I don't know if he necessarily put them to bed, but you also forgot another one that was in San Antonio. He outplayed through them. Yeah. You know, like he he won he won one going through him. He lost two, two one early on that shouldn't count. But I didn't even think about Golden State or the uh, OKC team that had yeah. three MVPs on the same team. Yeah, just dismantled. Yeah, right. Everyone panics at the end of the NBA season. What were they trying to do? They're God. trying to beat one man. Yeah, hundred percent. One man, because how many teams did you play for? So you were trying to beat one man. You weren't trying to beat a team. You weren't trying to beat the Chicago Bulls, right? It, it isn't like you were beating this intact already team that has been there forever. 
you literally were trying to every team was trying to that's the reason why they kept dismantling it trying to figure out the next piece Warriors most famous one is the Warriors obviously losing they had the best team by record in NBA history right LeBron and the Cavaliers that's being really nice beat him beat them for a championship what did they have to go do you already so eloquently put it was went and grabbed KD the second best player on the planet at that time. Yeah, man. At that time. And what you have to do, the extremes these teams would have to do to plan to beat one man. Didn't matter who his supporting cast was. And I'm not trying to dis- dis- uh, discount some of the very good to great players that he has played with. But let's keep it real. All of them, like, that's what keeps getting lost in this translation is all these players, what were they doing before he got there? Yes, Dwayne Wade had won a championship, but he won one very early on with a still a little bit left in him, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, he did. Right? Kind of a weak time in which he in, w- in which they did do it. They were facing the Mavs, who at that time learned how to very quickly fall apart. Right? Yep. Give the season. Give the series. It's... It's amazing. We've been following him for so long. So if he does, it's... I don't know how to take it because I don't want him to, but I do want him to. I want everyone to appreciate his greatness. And um, how you do that is by walking away and then you realize what you don't have out there on the court anymore. You will never have another LeBron James. You'll never have it. Let's put it this way. I heard this a while back and it just came to me. He has legitimately had three... Separate Hall of Fame careers. <laughs> yes. His first run with the Cavs. At maybe four, if you want to count L.A. I don't know if he's done enough in L.A., but maybe four. Maybe four. His run with Miami. Going back to Cleveland, doing what he did in Cleveland for Cleveland. And then if you want to count L.A., maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But at least three Hall of Fame careers in one guy. Right. As the focal point. Yes. So back to what you were saying, I agree with you. If he were to come back, I am telling you now, LeBron will, and I'm a huge fan of him, he'll never win a championship. I found this out right now. He'll never win the championship again as the focal point. He has to be a part of a system. He needs to be become part of a system and run through a system. He can't be playing this many minutes. He can't be... It's got to be purely a system. I'm telling you that right now. And and it can work. Could the could they all come back if they were to bring all these cats back with the Lakers? I think they have more than enough talent. I really do. Even without even adding more, I really do. Yeah. They all need to get in sync and they need to run a system. Not run through a 39-year-old LeBron James. It can't be like that. And you also need a healthy Anthony Davis too, which is a huge – that's a huge part of this working. Yeah, it's got to be turned over to where it's no longer every big time NBA team duo, especially with the age difference, always turns it over to the other guy. And then you have success and you can keep going. Shaq Kobe was Shaq that carried it, right? Carried, carried. And then all of a sudden he could maybe, but it wasn't the same. He needed Kobe took over and they still had success. Yep. You know? Dwayne Wade did the same thing, handed it off over to LeBron. Like, yeah, he, he taught him how to win. Yeah. Really. You know what I mean? He right. wasn't the same Dwayne Wade. No. But he did give him the mentality. Right. Here's what it takes to win. Every every player, if they want to continue to have success, passes it off on the next one and lets you be that player. And he yeah. needs to be able to do that. And I don't know if he has it in him. I'm with you on that part. I think he sees some writing on the wall that they invested in Anthony Davis and he's the future. You know, they they made a big time trade and they paid him. Yeah, they You brought up an interesting thing. Go ahead. Um what's that? Which bought Anthony Davis and LeBron. Yeah, I just they don't seem like they vibe, man. They seem to not I don't know. You see you see chemistry with certain players when they're on mm-hmm. the floor together, right? And I don't see a lot of chemistry with those two. Um, obviously, we can go back to when LeBron broke the scoring record. AD was like, yeah, whatever. Like, he exactly. wasn't pumped for him. If it's your guy, you're fucking ready. You're like, yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't think they buy. But he is critical because LeBron's going to let people buy. 
They don't have a great defensive team. And so AD is there to be the defense for that team. Mm-hmm. So without him, they don't win shit, first of all, but they also don't vibe. So I don't know what you can even do there. To your point about like if they could bring all the pieces back, I don't know how you feel about Austin and Reeves, but he got himself paid. He is not coming back to the Lakers. He's not without them ponying it up too. Right. And yeah. that's they got really that, lucky that, on some of their pickups and didn't have to pay him shit. That's a huge glue piece. I'm with you. Yeah. That's huge. They need that cat. They really do. That may sound stupid, but they do. Yeah, they do. He's this version of Alex Caruso. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he is that he's that glue guy that'll do whatever. Doesn't matter. And I'm with you. They need to be able to bring them all back though. Some way, yeah. form or facet. I don't know if they have any other players in the pipeline uh, through the G League to take over Austin Reeves, kind of like that two-way I just, deal. I think they're going to do something wild, and it's going to be a Kyrie. I heard earlier today Trey Young is you know, one of the next. They're like, hey, we're going to figure out a way to get Trey Young. I feel like they're going to deplete whatever depth they have to bring in another star. To bring in another star, which is stupid. Yep. Because their most success was – you can't do it anymore. You That's stupid. I hope that, I hope that's not true. You can't do it anymore with a 38, 39-year-old LeBron. You can't. He can't be the main cog of a, of a three. You need a bench. He needs to get rest. And you need to be able to, when he gets rest, have a team that isn't giving up a fuckload of points and actually putting some points in the, in the cup themselves, you know? Agreed. The Trey Young going to be intriguing. Only because they pair him with Anthony Davis for after this. Yeah. Agreed. That's the only thing I would possibly think of. Trey Young's more of a playoff type of cat. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, He's not bar- scared of the moment, man. No, he's not. That. And they barely squander into the playoffs when, uh, by him for the regular season. But you get him into the playoffs, you have, a different, you have a different cat, right? Yeah. So I could see that as intriguing when Kyrie stop. That needs to just stop. I'm telling he you, did- he was, again, he was at front row. I know. Game. No, no. He's I'm, making his face known, you know. No, I know. I'm not saying I'm not saying stop to you. Like I'm, No, I'm, I know, but I'm, I'm telling them like stop. Kyrie yeah. is not that if that were the case, they would have made something work with Dallas who was in the playoffs at the time that he came there. Right. And then they fell apart, right? Yeah. I hope I, I hope he's not done. I hope he goes for one more, but I hope he learns to take a backseat, not onto the bench, of course. But take a backseat and run a system. Like, I really do yeah. believe that. And play with defensive effort. Yeah, you I think they be proved a they've got a good coach. Let him coach, right? Yeah, let him coach. and let I the like him. But, but not to give or take away any credit from Denver. They're yeah. in my. This is the most I've ever been able to watch Denver this season. They're the best team in the NBA. And it's almost perfect because Jokic is the best player in the NBA and he'd be one of, if not the best player in the in the world still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so watching him play, dude, he is so fucking good. That just, he knows, it's almost like, uh, we keep talking about LeBron and stuff, but he has that vision. He passes better than any big man I've ever fucking seen, dude. Yeah. And he, you know, he flops maybe worse than LeBron, but he's strong and he can get in there and get buckets yeah. um, when he needs to, too. So props to them for finally getting over the hump, man. Their their team is awesomely built the correct way. You look up and down that, and I was I was just let me go back to it. I was looking at the roster, and I'm telling you, if you have Reggie Jackson not even coming up off the bench, you know that you're a good team. I'm telling you right now. I don't care what anybody else thinks when it says, "Oh, they're not they're they're not going against AD LeBron." Blah, blah, blah. Like, no, hold on. Aaron Gordon is a legit fucking player. Yeah. So I'm, you don't need him to drop 30. Like, let's stop thinking what, ab- about that. Just some clutch threes, you know? Drop 22 in this game, five assists, six rebounds, uh, two blocks. He's a defensive a defensive effort. He was a part of the final play, too, which is abysmal. <clears throat> yeah. Not going to keep touching on LeBron thing. Let's give Denver their moment. Michael Porter Jr., who has done nothing but battle through injuries, right? But he's finally gotten through, busted through. Didn't have the best field goal shooting game. But he contributed. I mean, he ended up with 15 points. But he had 10 rebounds with another block up in there, too. So playing some defense. Obviously, Jokic. Jamal Murray is a baller. We don't even need to explain that. If the dude could stay healthy, they they might have been in this situation already a couple years back. Yeah. Had he been healthy. 
We all agreed with that part, right? Yeah. Like Jamal, like that up, he man. is playoff. If yeah. I said that about Trey Young, Jamal Murray is that he's playoff. Stupid, ridiculous. Yeah. You have Jeff Green coming off the bench, right? He put it. He contributed measly two points, but it's still a three and D type of style player. You had, uh, um, I already told you Reggie Jackson. I don't. I thought they had on. Uh, they must have traded him. He used to be an Iowa State guy. Niang. I do believe he was out there for a minute. Yeah, where are you Brooklyn or something? I want to say it's Brooklyn. Is maybe that, maybe yeah. that is where he went. Yeah. But still, that starting five. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> didn't give him his moment. Previous Laker, Catavius Caldwell-Pope, who's not a bad fucking... If that's your fifth player in your starting lineup, yeah, that's not bad, it's right? not bad at all. So, them going in. I don't care who comes out of the East, which that game is going on right now. Boston down, down uh, 3-0. To the Heat, I'm I'm throwing it out there right now. It's gonna be Denver. I don't care which team goes. I saw enough, yeah. and I'm with you. I think that is the best team, all barring all barring Jamal Murray's health. Yeah, I think it goes with that. So yeah, yes. I totally agree. There's not a which team comes out of the East though. It's Miami is gonna come out of the East. They are just mentally so much stronger than Boston. Holy cow! <laughs> right. But we're rolling right into that part then, Let's right? do it, yeah. So we were worried about, like, the NBA kind of like this, you know, like the storyline, they need it for the finals, right? I totally forgot, Danny, about the Joker-Jimmy Butler exchange. So it started with Jokic leveling... Um, the more, One of the Morris twins? Yeah, yeah. Morris twins. Mm-hmm. Levels him. It was dirty play. It was leveled him. That's where the one, if everyone remembers, where his twin brother, the other Morris, I can't remember which one was there. It doesn't matter. Marcus, Markeith, doesn't matter which one. Alter. Better watch yourself in so many words, blah, blah, blah. It's my brother. And then that's where Jokic's, like, Russian-looking brothers, like, stand up like, he's got brothers too. Looking like a boss, right? But Jimmy Butler is yelling. I don't know if you got to see that video again or replayed it or not, but yelling over him, meet me in back, meet me in back. And the dude, and there's a panned video of it, like panned over. He is literally waiting in the fucking, in the back for Jokic, who is fucking huge, right? Yeah, Jimmy B don't Jimmy care. Jimmy B don't give a fuck. So there's a storyline here that we forgot about. Yeah, 100%, man. This shit could be very physical. I'm so, here for it. So you put it out there. I put mine out there. I just swung it out there. But... Since it is Miami and you believe it's going to be Miami, who wins then? Uh, Denver wins a series. I think it's a better series, though. Miami's very tough, very well coached. very They're much more defensive-minded. In, yeah. in the playoffs, the regular season, they weren't, which is weird. But in the playoffs, they have been. It, I think they dealt with injuries like all year long, though, right? They've still got injuries now. They do know? now, but so, I mean, even like Jimmy was kind of banged up and like everyone's yeah. kind of off and on in the, in the lineup in the game. Yeah, that's true. Um, Denver's going to win. I think it's like six, maybe seven game series, but I think it's like six. Jimmy B takes, uh, he tends to will them to a couple games. You know, he's that guy now. Yep. Uh, but fuck, it, it's pretty cool because Boston talked a lot of shit to Jimmy. And I don't know if you know this, but last season, Miami lost to Boston in the playoffs. You know what Jimmy B said after the game, right? No. He said, we'll be back in the same position next year, but we'll be better. I can't remember if you said everybody will be here. And we're going to win next year. Literally what's happening. And uh, there's a cool, like, um, I think it was game one. Towards the end of the game, Al Horford made a three, which seemed like that was going to lock Boston in to win the game. Yep. And he got on a knee, yeah, flashed Yeah, just like it. what he did. Yeah, and Jimmy yeah. B, after game three, did the same thing to Al Horford. Went right back to him. Right. Made sure that he saw him, it. too. But he didn't make it awkward. What do you mean? You know where I'm going? So he did the camera pose. And yeah. made sure that Al Horford saw him. Mm-hmm. Al Horford did see him do it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, didn't follow him around to do didn't it. Didn't follow around Just did his thing forever. You, right. Like, you got the point. Yeah. That's how you do it is my point. That's exactly how you do it. It isn't fan of either which one or even if I was a huge fan. That's exactly how you do it right there. Yeah. Angel Reese, that's exactly how you do it. 
where it made it awkward and uncomfortable was you kept going. You awkwardly kept following. Like, yeah, she saw it. Believe me, she saw you doing it. Yep. This is exactly how you do it. Jimmy B dropping down. Yeah, and make no make no mistake. Boston's broken. I don't if I were to put money on it, I haven't bet on the game. I would say Miami wins tonight because I think Boston's just done. But even if they get one more, Miami's gonna close this bitch out and they're gonna make it to the finals. I just in every game I'm becoming more of a fan of Jimmy Buckets, man. I've been a fan of Jimmy for quite a while. I have been. Ever since he uh, ever since he was with the Bulls, he's been Tom, he was uh, Tom Thibodeau's boy back then. Yeah, I think when I started to like him was when he came at Cat and those guys in Minnesota. Yes, that's about the time I'm like, all right, yeah, uh, all right, I'm in. Like, yep, absolutely. And he's like, good. Like, basically, and I had to tell one of our buddies who's a huge Timberwolves fan. He's like, man, fuck him, but you know, Cat. I'm like, no, he was calling out their soft ass puppy shit shit. Like he wants to get down and let's let's win. Like yep. practice hard, win hard, whole works. They ain't, they're not about that business. They're not. And he called them out for it. Yep. You shouldn't hate that. You should actually want that and be like, hey, get rid of Cat. I want that Cat right there. Yeah. I want that guy. Yep. You know? Went to, what, Philadelphia. That's still one of his famous ones, too. Tobias Harris instead of me. Yeah. Imagine if he was still in Philly I, with the bead. I, Bro. Uh, dude, I, I wish he would have went to L.A. when he was... Like when LeBron was there, to, like you know what I'm saying, like because that, that was, cause that was, was relatively right around that time. I'm yeah, like, that is the dog. LeBron doesn't want that because he doesn't want to be dogged, like alpha dogged. And Jimmy B has that in him. He'll push you. That's the fucking truth. He'll too. push you. Yeah. To like to the point where either you want to punch him, or you quit, or you get him eventually push off the team. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be one of those things, right? Yeah. Or you're gonna come in and be like, you know what? I'm with you. Yep, absolutely. So, so one of the things is going to happen. 100%, so, man. I hope Jimmy B gets one. That would be cool. I just don't know if they have quite the firepower that the Nuggets have all around. Yeah, I totally agree, man. Hey, uh, but I guess one thing we haven't called out, Adebayo is fucking balling out, He too. is balling out. So, and respect to answering a phone call from his mom during press conference. Gave no shit. It's like, hey, sorry. Hey, excuse me. Literally answered mama. Yep. Right there. I love and, it. Like, and that's a, that's a boss move. Hell yeah. But uh we'll continue rolling. I have I know this one bugs you, Danny. The NFL. Among many a few other rule changes, make fair catches on NFL kickoffs uh to be spotted at the twenty five yard line. Regardless if you were in the end zone or for bounced into the end zone. So you could take it at the ten you fair catch at the ten yard line, it's going to the twenty five. Please give us your feeling. I'm sure you love it, right? Yeah, I don't. If you like just get rid of kickoffs, right? There's a strategy in place where right now teams, they'll just kick it high and short. So you have to return it. So hopefully field position, it's a field position game, right? Right. So you're trying to get better field position. So if you can get them closer to their end zone, three and out, all of a sudden you've got better spot. You could score, right? That's going to improve offense, I would think. Right. For the record. But also, I don't remember there being a fucking huge span of injuries from anything since the rule changed in the first place. Right. Actually, they were down. If I remember uh, Mr. Goodell. Yeah. So right? didn't he say they were down? So what's the purpose other than like control in some still, weird way? It's still about safety. It's not. It's all about offense. That's what the problem is. It's all about offense because they're sticking you further away from the end zone, as in away from your own end zone. So they're getting you closer to your own end zone by planting you at the 25. When you pooch kick and you put it up there, I guarantee the stats came back. You know, they were getting a high high kick up there. It's probably landed around the five. They catch it right about there. Because they didn't want to take roll the dice of it, you know, planting right there and bouncing. You know, if it didn't bounce in the end zone, it wasn't going to be 25-yard line at that time. So most people had to take it right there. They take that, and they don't get to the – don't get to 25 then that was part of the play they would get back to the 20 which were what it used to be if that right you put it at 25 automatically no matter what you're supposedly doing it for injuries it is actually i believe it's more for the offense i actually flip it yeah. the other way i think it's more for the offense so that they can they're starting further away from their own getting closer that way to yeah 
And then the field position, it's all about field position, right? Well, then, so when do they start changing punts? They're going to do the same thing with punts here pretty soon. They will. It's a matter of time. You know, like no kickoffs, no punts, fucking play four downs. You know what I mean? Like they're taking too much intricacies away from the game. The coaching part? Yeah. Yeah, like where you actually train your players to think with their brain too. It's not. I don't like it. If you're concerned about safety, get rid of turf. That's it. Right, show it. Right? Plenty of, I don't care what your evidence says, says that. What your evidence says, ask any player, any player that plays on that. I promise you, if they're playing through it, they have nagging. They have, trust me, they have nagging injuries from running on turf. I guarantee it. Some of them, the stuff that you don't even see, like we bitch about players missing because we think they're getting soft, right? And they miss a game or two because they have this, that, and the other. I promise you there's a hell of a lot more players playing through that that are banged up. Not banged up necessarily from even tackle, just literally running on that shit. Yeah cutting on that it puts a tear on your body right on your ligaments supposedly didn't go up though okay? supposedly that'll also tie into my make sense if you want to think about it supposedly all right but i wouldn't go to the xfl rule i really do so the xfl rule was that the kicker lines up at the 30 yard line the other 10 members line up uh at the opponent's 35 five yards away from the returning team so literally five yards away, you see your the rest of your opponent. The only other player that isn't at that is your returner. Way back there. Only the kicker and one returner can move until the ball is fielded. Do you know the importance of that part right there? The importance of exact. Of yeah, that, that means statement. the ball is all the way at the other end of the field. Right, but yeah. the importance of it, though. The importance of it is for the safety. You want to play safety is literally that you can't get into a running, a running sprinting mode from your kickoff team going, you know, the faster guys, <coughs> 18 to 23 miles an hour. Right. And guys retreating to try to set up for a block and, and then running and then setting back up and coming back into that 18 to 23 mile per hour guy that they're slamming bodies into. Yep. You literally are five yards apart. You're doing this right now. Yeah, I th- yeah, I like that rule. That's what I'm saying. And then you still have the kick return. You still have the in- excitement of it. You still have the – you can still coach with it. You know what I'm saying? The strategy of shit. Yeah. And you're putting player safety into the mix of that. 100%, man. Or just get rid of it, which – what did you say earlier? Which I'm about for what reason? <laughs> get rid of kickers. Goddamn right. Definitely out of fantasy. No shit. But – Ah, uh, we know that we're me and you aren't very big fans of this, but uh, did you see Big Ben <laughs> invited Kenny Pickett onto his podcast? And Kenny Pickett, or I'm sorry, Ben Roethlisberger says to Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett, right to his face, he says, "Part of him hoped that Kenny Pickett would fail as a successor." With the, Pittsburgh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He admitted it was tough for him to see someone other than himself play quarterback for the Steelers. Fucking Big Ben. You're a tool. <laughs> You're a fucking tool. I did, how do you say that to somebody? Like, Even if you feel it. My eyes are burning for some reason. I don't know what just happened. Did we just smoke in here and I didn't realize it? What the no, fuck is going no, on? No, no, uh, How do you, like, even if you feel that a little bit, how do you say that to somebody? Right? Especially when they were nice enough to come on your show too, and like right. you think it's probably like Steeler to Steeler. Did you do you think he gave him a warning? No, you think he gave him a warning before he was gonna say something like that? No, like, he's a douche. No chance. Yeah, he just said it. That is one of the most insecure shit. I'm telling you, that's very Ryan Tannehillish. That ain't my job, Michelle. That's what he said to what about Malik? Malik, Willis. yeah. Yeah, man, 100%. And you're not even, like, this is, for all intents and purposes, a rookie. You're a Hall of Fame NFL quarterback. He has so much work to do. Yeah, calm down, man. Two Super Bowl victories. I'm like, you do realize this man plays in the same goddamn conference as Patrick Mahomes. This dude is not going to break your record in there in any way, shape, or form. No. He's not going to throw you, why wouldn't you be cheering this man on because you were a bleed stealer? Exactly. Black and yellow. Like, are we kidding right now? 
Yeah, man. Could you, when I thought he couldn't be any douchier, right? I mean, rapes a chick in the fucking bathroom and that just gets away with and does what, you know? Yeah. No I trouble. mean, he's had, his, he's had his issues in the past. Like receivers have pointed it out to, and nobody listened because some of those receivers are divas, right? Might have been Never, a little crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of them, definitely, <laughs> for sure, right? Actually, a few of them showed him. Didn't Plaxico shoot himself? Uh, God damn. Yeah. They may produce receivers up there, but they all go nuts, right? Yeah. You have Chase Claypool dancing, costing games. You have Juju, who's what, doing TikToks, TikToks in the middle of the field. Yep. So they they produce him. But that's the reason why we always chalk it off is that this right here, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, dude, if I'm a fan of Pittsburgh and he comes up, you know, for some ceremony, some bullshit, I'm not happy about it. But you basically are saying you didn't want him to win. Right. And not wanting him to win is not wanting Pittsburgh to win. And bro. not wanting us to win. Like yeah. a fan is going to think about, like, hold on. So you wish us nothing but demise after you retired? Like, what are you right now? Right. Uh, Insecure was the right word, man. Absolutely. Uh, I do have another one that's pretty intriguing. Okay. I do. I just want to make sure I have the full details of this one before we talk about it. Uh, Tom Brady. Buys stakes into ownership of the Raiders. Yeah. What'd you, what did you think when you seen that? Heard it. Weird, right? Like, I thought he was going to potentially play with the Raiders. Nah. Just because of the coach. But... Buying a stake in the Raiders of all teams. It's interesting. I don't know. So my first, my first thoughts is it's also for any player that gets into ownership of that. Cause it's, he's only a third player to ever do it. The other yeah. two, one is George Hollis. One is a, another dude. I like, I'm not trying to disrespect him, but those were players from like way back in the day when NFL franchises were like 400 bucks, right, you know, no like, shit. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is quite a bit different, right? Yeah. Kudos to any one player that can do that. That's awesome. This looks really desperate by Mark Davis to me. Now this could go a couple, I can go a couple different ways with the desperation. The number one being, um, they actually don't make that much money. He's like one of the lowest, billionaires if you want to call it that of all the owners you know what i'm saying yeah um they have not won in god god knows how long i mean yes they had they had a couple years and then they tore it apart you remember the one where they uh uh god what was his name uh their head coach they fired him like the next year or something like that after they made the playoffs but old boy broke his back before the uh before uh Derek Carr broke his back before the playoff game started i'm trying to i can envision him he used to be a viking linebacker at some point i'm trying to remember he was their head coach for a minute and they fired him basically the next was the next year the year after that because they were down out like they make mis- they make judgment calls like that based that quickly like you can turn around they've been in the bottom or top 10 picks in the last since rich gannon for the most part yeah yep ever since the super bowl appearance right against tampa yeah yeah I, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe they're thinking, like, Tom can help bring some shit, like bring a little bravado, people, because he's tied to the organization. Of all teams, though, that it, it is interesting. Hold on. <clears throat> is this also the same Raiders team that started partially part of his dynasty with the tuck rule? Touche. Yeah, maybe he feels like he owes them. I'm with it. I like that. But, but these, I, all right, bro. Yeah. I owe you. The only thing I'm asking, I, I shouldn't ask you much, but the only thing I'm asking, just like he was going to do with the Dolphins, I need a, I need a 12 jersey. Brady in the back. Let and me pop Kenny on the field whenever I feel like it. Kenny Stabler. Fuck him. Who's Kenny Stabler? But is that, is that pure coincidence, though? I was thinking, I j- that just dawned on me. I'm like, that is the tuck rule. That is the one that basically booted off. 100%. That's a hilarious coincidence. I like that. Yeah. wonder what? I'm sure it had nothing to do with it, though. Nothing. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's got some guilt. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what I had, my man. Boom. I just want to talk about one quote real quick. We've heard uh, Tyson Fury and yes. good old the GOAT, John Jones, going back and forth. Yes. And so Tyson basically got on and said, hey, I heard Joe Rogan's talking shit. If you want to come over here and box, let me know. I run this shit, which is true. He's the best in the world. 
right? Yeah. Best heavyweight in the world, boxer. Do, do you have Joe Rogan's quote, though? Basically, what Joe said was, if you lock those two in a room, I'm pushing all my chips on black. Okay? There's not a chance in hell that Tyson Fury walks out of that room, and he's not wrong. No. He's not wrong at all. Not, not in that style. Yeah. So, but anyway, Tyson responded and basically said, John, if you want to come box, let me know, and I'll set it up. And uh, his... <laughs> John Jones' response was, hey, Tyson, seems like Joe might have uh, struck a nerve. I'll admit there's no one touching you in that ring right now, but let's not let that confuse you with what would happen if you step foot in my cage. If you ever want to put some of those questions that you got going on to rest, give Dana a call. I'll help you out. (laughs) And, okay, you say whatever you think about this whole thing. I know they're both contact sports, and they're both essentially fighting, but they are not the same thing. No. That's like a golfer coming in and saying, I am the best golfer. I could be a quarterback, okay? I could be the best football player in the world. With boxing, you don't have to worry about anything other than the fist coming at your head. With MMA, you have to worry about everything, including the fact that they could tackle you and put you on the ground and beat the shit out of you. I got Then I got a better comparison for you. All right. I'm going to give you one right now. Let's go. It'd be like saying that soccer and hockey are the same. That's good, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because (laughs) how violent can you be in hockey? Right. You do whatever practically for the most part, except for take your skate off and stab somebody. And ask Adam Sandler about that. You know, hold the record. 100%, man. But that's exactly what it is. You know, like, I always complain to you guys about, like, I wish it was just more stand-up and bang, right? And that's what boxing is, right? Boxing is so bought, right? Like, it's not fun to watch. Like... That sucks to say it like that, but it used to be a very prestigious sport. It used to be a big deal if you're the heavyweight champion of the world, right? That carried a lot of fucking weight, not just weight around your thing. I'm with you. There's no way. I love Tyson Fury, too. Love Tyson Fury. I don't think anyone's stepping in the ring with that man and walking out in one piece. You're not going to step in that octagon and not get fucked up by John Jones. 100%. Completely different. It's not going to... And he'll still and he'll still land some punches on you, too. As in, he's... It isn't like John Jones is only going to go to, you know, jiu-jitsu or whatever. He's going to make sure that he point makes a point of tagging you up in a boxing style, too. Right. Also. Yep. So, no. There, you're 100%. But I did love the humbleness. I love the humbleness that he said, you're 100%. You're, he basically said, you're 100% right. Like, no one's fucking with you in the ring. Right? Yeah. Yep. But let's not get it twisted. Come to my land. Yeah. I hope this happens. There's a lot of talk, man. I hope something happens. That shit would be fucking great. Uh, he could not get... He wouldn't give up enough money for that. As in, he either one, but Dana is, it wouldn't pony up enough money to bring him in. Like, No. And then why no. would Tyson do it at that point? Why like, would either one of them do it? Right. You know what I mean? Nobody wants a loss. Right. They're both the best at what they do. Right. Just maybe it, after your prime, right? Maybe yeah, this is a yeah. Jake Paul exhibition thing, yeah, right? It doesn't really count. Let's yeah. do something. Like, right. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, you had an interesting story that you wanted to tell today. I Bo. do. And I thought I had told you and you, you told me you hadn't heard it. Does not sound familiar. Okay. So I, at one of my places of employment, uh, there was a very hot topic, a new product, and not necessarily new, new, but new to us coming in, a new mineral coming in, and it was a very heavy, heavy dose of selenium. Now, I'm going to give you very, it's insane to me. I had this thought process uh, a few <laughs> uh, a few days ago. This, it's insane that all the good things that are great for you, good for you, things you need to survive, if you have too much of it, could kill you, will kill you, right? That's a fact. You need water. You drink too much water, you'll die. It's called drowning. Yeah. Weird concept, right? But literally, you can actually just die from drinking too fast, too, by the way. But regardless, selenium is one of the minerals that you do take. Go check some of your multivitamins, all kinds of stuff that have your stuff in there, right? Now, this man comes in, and he's basically a glorified salesman, Okay. Like, he works there, and he's kind of letting us know how everything works and, like, the precautions we need to take. And, you know, you don't really need to do that many. You know, it's not the it's not much different than what you already were getting. 
we have the most we were getting the most concentrated version you could possibly get on the planet and what we were getting before was nowhere near that so you're telling me there's no difference and we're supposed to and we're supposed to swallow this pill I'm like no this is stupid so what you would be worried about is like selenium getting in the air and you breathe it in and shit Just like too that. too much. Yeah, yeah. like anything, yep. right? There's too much of anything. I go and do a little research. It won't take long. Uh, do you have your phone on you? Yeah. Type in uh, effects of selenium poisoning. Now, while you're looking that up, I go look this up and I'm telling them, I'm like, this is bullshit this is what it actually can happen um i'm pointing this out to my manager at the time and i'm like this is horse shit <laughs> like he's like no he told me he's like no i'm gonna, I'll, actually before i get to that cause that's the punchline that's the mm-hmm. fucked up part of this what does it say danny yeah selenium toxicity can occur with acute or chronic ingestion of excess selenium symptoms are nausea vomiting nail discoloration brittleness loss of hair fatigue irritability and a garlic breath, essentially. Holy shit! Too much is fatal, though, and it's not—it's not as much as what you think either. You have to ask them what the—I uh, don't know if you want to look that far into it, but like, it's not much. It's not much of your. It's like three. If it's if it's four times your daily dose, of what you're supposed to have. Yeah, that's is all exactly it takes. right. Yep. Is that right? Yep, four times. Four times your daily dose, is all it takes. That's it. Right. That you're supposed to take intake in your daily kidney failure, heart attacks, heart failure. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, weird, huh? So don't overtake your vitamins, by the way, your minerals. So this he's like, this guy told me, he's like, I've worked at the plant for 10 years that we produce this at, you know, go in there and I stick my arm in the barrel and, uh, and even swish it around. Never had elevated selenium levels and had been tested. I call bullshit. Yeah. Anybody that doesn't know, let's give a little a little baby education here. You don't have to swallow something. You don't have to drink something. Um, you don't need it to get shot into you and able for it to enter your body. What else is there, Danny? Man, I mean, you could breathe it in. You could maybe, you know, I think your skin is technically an organ. So if it touches your skin, your skin absorbs it. Absorbs well. it. Perfect. But he said he didn't wear gloves when he did this either. Never elevated selenium levels ever. Never. I was like, bullshit. He's like, excuse me? I'm not talking to the, I'm talking to my manager at this point. I'm like, bullshit. Excuse me? What do you mean? I'm like, that's horseshit. That's not even possible. Like, are you really, or is this a bad joke? Am I getting punk? Like, you actually believe that horseshit? Like, use your brain. Like, I was upset. I was like, are you kidding? He's like, yeah, no, that's a fact. That's what he did. That's what he told. I'm like, bro. I changed the name right there. Bro. He is a glorified salesman. He is not going to come here. And say that this shit can cause death to your employees if they absorb too much of it. He would lose business. His company would lose business. There's no fucking way that he's going to tell you anything otherwise. I think you went a little far saying he literally had no selenium spike in his shit. But there's no fucking way. That is lit- just dumbfounding, isn't it? Like, yeah. Is that just me? What the fuck? I'm like, are you kidding? And you believe that shit? Oh yeah, that was not a good day. He went, he went, kicked the door, slammed out, came back, sta- stomping his, stomping his feet. So what are you doing right now? I'm like, I just started a break. <laughs> I think it was my dinner break too. Yeah, let's go. We're taking a ride. Yeah, we had to go talk about feelings or something. I don't know, but either way, I was, I was like, dude, I, you're not gonna pull a fucking, well, you know, a fucking mask over my eyes and put. And I'm like, come on, this is common sense. This is. I'm telling you, common sense will make you, uh, will get you a very long way in the world. Common sense makes sense if you don't think about it. Common sense for sure, bro. <laughs> makes sense if you don't think about it. So, uh, one thing I just learned looking this up: Brazil nuts are really high in selenium. I've never, I don't think I've ever had Brazil nuts, 
But do you know how many Brazil nuts it takes to achieve selenium toxicity? No. Seven. What? <laughs> I did not know Holy that. Holy shit. Thank God I don't eat those. Seven, just seven Brazil nuts provides the upper limit. So you're right there. Limit. Jesus Christ. You, know, you, never, you never realized that, did you? I, no. I, I didn't know it either, Danny, until I looked it up. And then I found out my, like four times your amount. And then fucking boom. And there's also no antidote. So it's not like no, you can no, just. You're do- no, that's exactly it. Yeah. Done. Whatever wow. happens, happens. If it's kidney failure, if it's heart, whatever it is, it is. That shit's wild. Yeah. It's all but, about the Benjamins, Jimmer. Yeah. 98% purity, the purest form that you can purchase, that you can get, that you can do whatever. I'm not saying we do that. We get it anymore. I'm not saying that we didn't take safety precautions after I made a big deal out of it because it was. But we were literally, everyone was about to ride. Like, this is like, what the fuck? You're like, hold on. I'm the voice of reason right now. What are we I'm doing? Like, Come on, man. Good God. That shit's wild. Well, uh, do you have the score of this Boston game by chance? Actually, I do have her up. 37-34, Boston. Boston's and halfway through the second quarter. Okay. Well, let's go back. I want to see Miami get this broom out in sweet it, Boston. It's going to happen. I'm with you now. <clears throat> I feel bad, on. though. Ultimately, what's going to happen is Boston's coach is going to get let go again, even though it's not his fault. His players are soft. Yeah. But they're going to fire him, right? They're going to make a massive change of some kind. I don't know if it's only going to be him or if they, they need to redo the roster somehow. But the massive change is coming to the Celtics. I don't know if you give up on the coach already. He's pretty young. That's what I think, and too. He showed, yeah. he showed a lot of – somebody will pick him up instantly. And there's a few teams that are hoping and praying that they're stupid enough. So, yeah, could they? Absolutely. About to find out. Well, I think it's time to wrap her up then, motherfuckers. So, you beautiful people out there who happen to find us on the interwebs, be sure to like, subscribe, share the whole nine yards. We really appreciate it. But where's the podcast available, Jimmer? Anywhere and everywhere podcasts are available. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. YouTube, YouTube. Let's go. And we love to tell a good story. We'd like to share yours, too. If you want us to share one on the podcast, people will be able to see our beautiful faces when we tell it on YouTube. Just go ahead and slide on in to the DMs, baby. Uh, give us any story. I want a funny story, but I want a real story. That's what I want. I 100%. want. doesn't matter what it is. I like, uh, I like very truth. I like a, heart, a little heartbreak, too, up in there. We'll keep whatever out you want. You know what? I think we even may have some swag if you were to give us an interesting story that we could. Let's do it. Hit us up. We'll send some swag your way. We'd love to tell a good story. As you can tell, I mean, we're 90% sports, but fuck, that other 10% is heavy stories. Yeah. We love to talk yeah, shit. Absolutely. So be sure to hit us up. But we're going to go catch that Miami-Boston game and watch the brooms come out. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is 3 Weeks Sports. We, we out. out.